Hello, college football fans, and welcome back to another Thanksgiving edition of College Pick'em with Wes and John. Of course, Christian is up there as well. I uh, hope everyone is doing well this turkey day. Uh, I know me personally, I have a lot to be thankful for this year. It's been a crazy as crap year. 2020 has been wild, wild guys. Uh, Christian, uh, happy Thanksgiving first, man. But um, give me your uh, something you found interesting from last week in college football. Well, I could take the Homer route and uh, go with the Arkansas game. There's a lot of interesting things there, but let's talk about an under the radar game a little bit. Well, actually, no, I'll actually go to a big game, the Ohio State Indiana game. That was um, it's what started out to be a looked like it was going to be an easy win for Ohio State, but Indiana ended up making that a ball game had a chance to tie late. Um, I mean, I, I, I knew it could, I knew it had the potential to be a, a close game, but uh, I didn't expect Indiana to come back and make it quite that close. Um, Indiana is not done. I believe they can, uh, you know, run the table from here on out and, you know, a lot of things would have to happen, but I wouldn't expect that to see the last of them. I think they're going to, think they're a much improved team and they had pretty much they had Ohio State on the ropes last week um they just found a way to win mm -hmm. they did yeah I agree I agree 100 Christian um speaking of Indiana and I, and I just want to go ahead and do my rant now um speaking of Indiana if you go back and you look at the rankings right now if I'm an Indiana fan I'm mad you've lost one football game to an Ohio Two. State team that, as we know, is probably one of the best teams in the country, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You say two, John? No, I didn't say anything at all. Yeah, I mean, Indiana. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Indiana's only lost one game. Um, I believe they're ranked, what, uh, ninth, 10, or 12th, 13th, something like that in the uh, top 25 now that came 12, out. Yeah. Night. I don't understand it. And – I mean, and then the other thing that I don't understand is how is Georgia ranked number nine in the country? It doesn't make any Cause, sense. Because they're Georgia. Their defense is that's that's really obliterated. It, but, it, but it shouldn't matter. Their quarterback, that have a you know, showed up last week out of nowhere and played okay. Um, I just don't think they're that good of a team. I don't. I don't agree with that ranking at all. Uh, I'm ready to see Indiana sitting at number seven. I think, I think they've earned that spot. Uh, what about you, John? Well, there's a few games that kind of stood out to me last week. First of all, I want to start out with uh, Temple's offense has really pretty much not been the same since that Memphis game where he at least competed in a total game, four-quarter ball game. I know Temple's um, player tested positive right before the game because he started getting symptoms from his girlfriend because she tested positive. Mm. Yeah. That's why that game got delayed. And there was 13 players out for that game. Mm. But 140 rushing and 95 passing against one of the defenses in East Carolina has been kind of bad all year long and only scoring three That's points terrible. against them. That's just terrible. Mm. How about that um, yeah, that Liberty, Liberty NC State game? Well, I was going to get to that as well, but I want to talk about another game a few games real quick. What about Texas State defending the home turf and beating Arkansas State 47-45, to 45, where Brady McBride finally showed up for Texas State, 32 for 45, 443 passing, and five interceptions and zero mm -hmm. interceptions. And he's been throwing interceptions all year long until yeah. last week. Yeah. And what about this, guys? Nebraska, after them beating Penn State, lost to a bad Illinois team, 41-23 the other day. And Nebraska's quarterback threw three interceptions. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, yeah. I and honestly – No, I wasn't either. And I, I honestly think Scott Frost may be on the hot seat at Nebraska. That may have been the – and the Red River rivalry, you know, I expected that to be a little more competitive. Uh, but Oklahoma ran away with that, and you know, oh, with uh, Bedlam at Oklahoma State, yeah. Oh yeah, 
the Red River is Texas and Oklahoma. My bad. Yeah, right. bad line. Right. Yeah. Oh, you're good. And like, and like you, and like you guys said last week, or also y'all three picked Northwestern for a reason. I picked Wisconsin. I was the only one. But uh, you like y'all said, give credit to Northwestern defense. They got three interceptions on the day, and. To me, the only downside about Northwestern in that game was they're running the football. They had 24 yards rushing, but that's the only downside about Northwestern in that mm-hmm. game. But, but they prove, I think they proved that they are that they're legit, at least defensively. They mm-hmm. held most Wisconsin to seven they points. Proved, they, they proved they're legit. Yeah, now they did say a report if Northwestern does win one more game, I believe they are in the Big Ten because now Wisconsin had their game canceled again this week. So they now they are basically eliminated from the Big Ten, you know, in general now. The guys, yeah. for real, yeah. the yeah. game that really and stood I mean, out to me last week. I would like to see Northwestern do what, John? I was going to say the game that really stood me out. I just gave those as an example that really stood out a little bit. But the game that really stood out, what happened to Virginia Tech again? Justin Fuente. Losing they got to be bad. Losing to a bad team and you're – I don't know. Um, against Pittsburgh, we should have saw that. We should have yeah. saw that coming. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Pittsburgh has been up and down all year, just like yeah. everybody else in the ACC, kind of. Other than Notre Dame, you know, and Clemson. So pretty much, I didn't expect was, a blowout, but I, mm-hmm. you know, Pittsburgh and, threw the ball over four hundred yards against Virginia Tech secondary, and then, like you said, Christian, give North Carolina State a lot of credit. They battled. They battled. They uh, threw. We got three turnovers on defense, and they blocked the field goal at the end to beat Liberty, fifteen to fourteen. And they also got a safety to win the game. It wasn't pretty, but they won somehow. But uh, I, yeah, I had a feeling that NC State could win that game. I don't know why. I just it was a gut feeling, and they 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 somehow snuck out of there with a win. But you know, Liberty that shouldn't you know phase Liberty too much. I mean, they're still pretty good team they're just they ran into a bus all last yeah. week hello moto um yeah I, you know i and i and i think when you go back and, and you look at this week's games uh of course today we've got new mexico taking on utah state uh both teams are sitting at zero and four new mexico is a six Great. and a half point favorite in that game uh that'll be that'll Colorado be on the state air force game was canceled yeah, yeah, it's on. It's on Fox Sports One today. Uh, comes on at six or tonight. Comes on at six p.m. And if you look at tomorrow, there's a whole list of games that are really good football games. Uh, we've had two that's been canceled. Uh, UAB and Southern Miss was canceled, and also uh, Fresno State, San Diego State was also canceled. Um, so you've got Missouri. Oregon, Oregon State. You've got the Battle of the. You've got the Battle of the yeah at Arkansas, Missouri as well. Um, then you've got uh, the Battle of the Mi- the uh, Directional Michigan, so Central Michigan versus Eastern Michigan. Uh, just a n- number of games. Um, but, guys, do you want to go ahead and do your uh, who's hot, who's not, and spicy or icy, or would you like to do that at the end? I'll say we can say that for Saturday. <laughs> okay, okay, we can do that. We can do that. All right, John, well, uh, let's get into this week. Um, oh, well, also, you know – I just for all of our fans that are out there watching, listening, uh, from all of us, uh, we we want to say happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Um, I know this has been, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's been a very wild year, um, but I think everyone uh, has a lot to be blessed for uh, in this in this year, uh, in our and in our lives. Um, so, thank you very much to all of our fans out there who are watching and listening. Uh, we appreciate you. We are blessed to have you as fans, um, and y'all are blessed to have us as show host but um let me uh let me get into this uh to today and tomorrow's games uh john new mexico and utah state both teams sitting at zero and four new mexico state's a six and a half point favorite who you got in this one john well let me give out the standings overall people send me a messages the other day and asked me for the record up to date which i haven't yeah. really had a chance to post yet but uh let me start off with uh our producer over here and christian johnson uh, gotta give you a lot of credit, buddy. You finished thirteen and ten last week. You had two upsets, so congratulations on that. So you do get a point extra. So now your overall record is at forty and forty on the uh, college football season. 
So you're now even 500. So good job there. Why didn't get back That's to 500 almost? Not, so it's not too bad for two weeks. Uh, Wes, I hate to say this to you, but now me and you are tied overall. Uh, we are now 147, 123, and 1. But no, this is not Barlett High School education or anything like that, as you were referring to last week. But we're now tied <laughs> overall. But, uh, you know, I think, okay. you know, just doing this is just fun for, you know, it's fun for the fans. Uh, Dan Garcia, our special guest last week, finished yep. the game 9 and 12 with zero upsets. Uh, West, you had two upsets last week. I had one upset. That's the difference of 13 and 10 to 13 and 9. You finished 13 and 10 last week. Um, just think, Bradley, think it, just just think if all of my games would have hit last week. I mean, think about that. If all those games would have hit last week for me, that's insane. That's un- like I would have made one major money in Vegas had I been. Right. This is, I mean, this the point spread is just hard to do in general. You know, it's just that. Yeah. So many point spread is like. But these like these games Friday, for example, you know, we'll talk about them in a minute. But South Florida is a twenty-three point underdog at home, and you never know what could happen against the Central Florida rivalry game. Exactly. But uh, exactly. Michael Posey, yeah, Michael Posey's fifteen and nine. Drew Barrett's twenty-one and fourteen, and uh, AJ Sturdivant, my cousin, is twenty-three and thirteen. And I hate to say this, but uh, they beat us in the overall picks that week. But uh. Connor Ferguson, our first guest that did a pick him with us is 10, 18, and 2. Uh, Jason Smith is 13, 16, and 3. Kendall Guest is 9, 20, and 3. Uh, Ryan Ladley, Brandon Bumgarner, close friend of ours, diehard Tiger fans. Ryan is 10, 5, and 4 just because he couldn't do some of the games. Uh, Brandon is 18 and 14 on the year. Also, uh, speaking of Brandon, uh, today is his dad's birthday. So uh, let's let, let's give him everybody give him a little shout out for his birthday. Happy birthday! Uh, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Mister Mike. Hopefully, the Tigers will pull it out for you this weekend. Who are the Tigers got again? Good old Navy. All right. at Navy. Uh, Navy. We play Navy tomorrow night, six p.m. CBS Sports Network. Um, tomorrow's Friday, John. Let's go ahead and get into the games for today. I'm Tomorrow sorry, Friday, Saturday, West game Saturday. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, talk about today's game. You Mexico and who again? Side this morning. Well, you are on four to five hours sleep. John. We got better with you on this week. But, New Mexico uh, and who? New Mexico's playing who again? <laughs> Utah State. And you uh, said New Mexico's Mexico a six point favorite on Utah State. Both teams are sitting at zero and four. Yeah, six and a half point favorite for New Mexico. The toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, Utah State is still a dumpster fire. Is, both from... these... I'll be losing West a little bit. There you go. He's back, I think. West, you here? Go ahead, John. Okay, yeah. But uh, it's a dumpster yeah. fire right now for Utah State with firing their coach. Uh, their quarterback ended up getting kicked off the football team, it turns out, last week. Jeez. Um. Gosh, that's a tough one to choose, but I guess I'll choose New Mexico to cover the six. Yeah, just by based like on that, it. I mean, uh, I will take. Or go for it. You go ahead. I'm going to take New Mexico. Uh, I think Utah State's a dumpster fire down there right now. Uh, I don't know any coach that would take on that that hellacious job down there. Give me, give me New Mexico to win by more than six and a half. You know, uh, I could be the the oddball here, but I'm going to go with them too. I mean, John just made a few interesting points. There's just a lot of turmoil going on. Um, And, you know, that could sometimes benefit a team, but I don't think it will. I think New Mexico State or New Mexico will go on the road and get the win today um, on FS1. Uh, Only game of the day, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll, uh, yeah, yeah. It's the only it's the only game of the day. The Colorado State Air Force game was canceled. Which I think that Colorado State game to me would have been a good game to watch, just because the Air Force's offense averages about two hundred plus on the ground. And Colorado State, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's kind of like a rivalry game in a way as well. You know, throw out the records, they're in the same conference. You know that type of deal. Mm-hmm. 
right. as far as games tomorrow, um, speaking of that Liberty football team, they take on a UMass Minutemen team, 0-3. Liberty's at home, 37-point favorite for Liberty. Um, mm, that's a lot of points, fellas. Uh, but give me Liberty. Give me Liberty to cover. Uh, well, as you know, Christian, um, I just want to say, you know, congratulations to um, Massachusetts only scoring two points last week against Florida Atlantic. <laughs> but, uh, Liberty's wow, going. yeah, talk about a disaster. Yeah, they're, a, a safety. They're, they're an offensive powerhouse. They're going to bounce. They were shut down last week. Or Liberty was shut down last week. I believe they'll bounce back this week. I believe they're going to be mad. I believe. It's going to be a good bounce back win. I believe they're going – that's a lot of points, though. But ugh. UMass is bad. But, yeah. But 37 points is a lot. But I, I'll say they cover it. You know, I think Hugh Freeze is basically going to try to make a statement on other jobs, audition for some other jobs the next couple of weeks with, regarding some games. And it really stands out like what school is going to actually want him. South Carolina maybe want him. Michigan maybe wants him. Who knows what's going to go on with Hugh Freeze the next couple of weeks? Especially when him, he's saying that he's happy, but I he's also said he's also waiting for the Tennessee job to open up as well. Kind of. So how can you say both things? <laughs> like that's just that's Hugh Freeze. You just got a contract extension, so you got what you wanted, but now you can do what you want. Right. You know, I'm going to go with Liberty as well, guys, just because I think Liberty's going to make a statement, and UMass is not that good for a reason. And, uh, yeah, Liberty. All right. Up next, we've got a Big 12 matchup today, or tomorrow, sorry, 11 a.m. ABC. Number 13, Iowa State, sitting at 6-2. and two. Travels down to Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns, sitting at number 17 in the country. Uh, they are also five and two. Uh, it's a pick'em game. Texas is a one-point favorite. Um, give me Texas in this game. I think Texas is going to get the win. And um, I don't think it's going to be pretty. Uh, I think Texas will win, though. You know, Iowa State started off pretty bad, and they have turned that turned their season completely around. And they're six and two guys. They could win. They could win yeah. the Big Twelve. They shut out Kansas State last week. 45 to nothing. Um, and Texas got a win against West Virginia. It wasn't a pretty win, but they found a way to win, which that's, you know, all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, Texas is favored by one point, and I think that's just being generous because they're at home. I like Iowa State to win on the road. Yeah. Pull these like up a, a bit. That is a pick game is what, like you just said, but – uh. Yeah, I think yeah, Tom Herman, to be honest with you, with it, I think he is going to save his job looking back at it now just because, like, it's been a crazy year in general with COVID and everything like that because I think his buyout is pretty high as well. But um, Matt Campbell and I was thinking – Oh, yeah, Tom Herman's high. It's like freaking 30 mil or something. It's stupid. Yeah. Christian, like you said, Iowa State did beat Kansas State last week, 45 to nothing. And Kansas State basically just has not been the same at all, pretty much up and down for offense. But did uh, they beat Oklahoma? They did, but Oklahoma's defense. Cra- has I know, been I'm just saying, like, it's bad. a crazy year. Yes. It's a crazy year. Like, it's crazy. You know what? I'm going to go with Iowa State on the road to go into Texas. But I think it'll be, like you said, Wes, it won't be pretty at all. I kind of see like a, maybe like a – for some reason, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like a 17 to 13 type ball game. Mm-hmm. See, I was thinking like a 13-10, uh, 14-10 type game. Not very pretty. I was yeah, thinking one of those teams. Uh, up next, we've got yeah, – I was just going to yeah, say, Iowa State's, Iowa State's a very interesting team. That give, you know, Texas fits, Oklahoma fits. Uh. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me if they won today or tomorrow. Uh, up next, we've got a game coming on Fox tomorrow at noon, high noon on Fox. Scott Frost and the Nebraska Cornhuskers traveling up to uh, Iowa to take on the number 24 Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, 
guys, I'm just waiting on this um, this Nebraska team to turn it around, honestly. Um, I like Scott Frost. I think he's a little probably on the hot seat. Uh, I think he's he's I think he walked into a lot more trouble than he realized uh, going going to Nebraska. Uh, but give me Iowa to win this game. Uh, Iowa's just they pound you, they pound you, they pound you. They almost put you to sleep with their offense. Um, and, and and at the same time, their defense is pretty good as well. Iowa's a 13 and a half point favorite. Uh, oh. Give me Iowa to win and cover on that game tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. I Glenn think Nebraska, Jones. ever since they joined, ever since they left the Big 12, they've just been, I'm not going to say a dumpster fire, but they've been bad. They Let's just, let's just say that they've been mm-hmm. bad. Um, give me uh, Iowa on, uh, at home to cover. Once again, to, uh, Scott Frost is going to take another loss today or tomorrow. Tomorrow he's going to take a loss. Uh, yeah. And they're going to cover. I think it all depends on if Iowa's defense is going to get some turnovers like they usually do, you know, game in and game out. But, uh, no, guys, I'm going to go different here. Um, I think Nebraska – is going to cover that game, but I definitely see Iowa do winning maybe like a 27 to like 20 or 27 to 17 type game. Good pick. Wow, John. Wow. Um, 13 is a lot, man. Very interesting pick. Uh, up next, it is a lot. It is a lot, especially for an Iowa team that really has really doesn't score 14 points a game. I mean, I'm not trying to sound mean when I say that, but – that, that but I think they're just going to hold them. I just think they're going to shut down Nebraska. I just – Time of possession is going to be key in that game because I think Iowa averaged about 30 minutes on possession, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up next, guys, we've got uh, number two, Notre Dame, traveling to uh, North Carolina, take on the number 19, Tar Heels. Uh, of course, Notre Dame sitting 8-0. and uh, As we know, they beat uh, Clemson. Uh, for a big win earlier this year, uh, North, North Carolina is on a on a little bit of a hot streak lately. Uh, they're sitting at six and two. Uh, Notre Dame's only a five and a half point favorite, which is very surprising for me in this game. Um, that's a, that's just a very interesting line. It almost makes me feel like Vegas knows something that I don't, which I'm sure they do. Um, I'm kind of with them on this. Give yeah. me Notre Dame. Give me Notre Dame to win, but I don't think they'll cover. And that sounds weird, but I think Notre Dame will win, but I think it'll be closer than five points. Yeah, I, I'm with you on this. I mean, I think Notre Dame is is legit. There's They prove that. They've proved that time and time again this year. But no, there's something about North Carolina that, you know, they, they kind of – they play good in big games. And I know that's weird to say, but mm-hmm. uh, I like their coach over there. But they do. You're right. Their coach over there, uh, he gets them ready for big games. But Matt Brown, um, yeah. I just can't pull the trigger on them as far as getting the upset. I would like to, but man, that would really shake things up, wouldn't it? Uh, give me Notre Dame. Yes, on it would. The, it would totally ruin everything. <clears throat> Notre Dame on the road to uh, five points is kind of low. You're right, but. Um, I could see it being a touchdown, t- like a touchdown win for Notre Dame. So let me let me go with them to cover. You know, where's that game at? North Carolina, y'all said. Yeah, yeah. You know, Wes, I'm gonna go different again on you. Um, I think Notre Dame offense and is finally clicking a little bit, and they're running the ball and passing the ball pretty well. It all depends on that defense of Notre Dame, but um. I think Notre Dame is definitely yeah. going to win by a touchdown or so. Okay. okay. Uh, up next, we've got the Central Florida Black Knights traveling down to Tampa to take on the South Florida Bulls. Uh, Central Florida sitting at five and three right now. South Florida sitting at one and seven. Uh, Central Florida is a twenty-five point favorite. Uh, give me Central Florida to win this game and cover. Uh, I just think wow. their offense is too potent for um, South Florida. Uh, give me Central Florida the winning cover. It's a lot of points, though. Yeah, there's something about this matchup, you know, it both being Florida teams, you know, I'm sure they'll be both ready to play. South Florida's one in seven, but I believe they're better than their record. Um, 
but UCF, just a better overall program, more proven. I believe they'll win. Uh, ask, uh, asking them to win by more than 14, though, that's a little. 23 and a half. <laughs> but I can definitely see them covering that, though, it's at a lot the of same points. time. It is a lot of points, but you just got to think where these two programs are. They're just both heading in complete opposite directions. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think UCF will will cover, but not by much, but they'll cover. They'll cover today. Or, t- yeah, tomorrow. I got Keep thinking Saturday. <laughs> so you do got yeah, you see have to cover the 23 and a half? Is it 23 and a half? I got 14 mm-hmm. and a half, but maybe yeah. No, I mean I'm showing 25. I mean that the, okay. the lines just jumped around a little bit. But yeah, it started it started out the week at 23 and a half. That's that's even more points. No, they're not gonna cover that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, when you're wrong, don't be mad. Um, up next, we've got uh, Wyoming traveling to Hello. What? Forgot me. <laughs> yeah. You forgot me over here. Oh, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Uh, it's the battle. Of, You're going to pick uh, Central Florida I, to cover? I don't know why we're asking. No, it's the battle of I-4. Uh, I do want to give a – I'm anxious to see mm-hmm. what actually happens in that game. A lot of people are saying McKenzie Melton might actually play some because you got to remember a few years ago, he actually really? got hurt in that game in Tampa. He had a nasty injury so, against, against Memphis. Or, yeah, so I'm hoping he's still on UCF. Do what? He is still on UCF. Yep. Wow. So I'm hoping, you know, for just for Central Florida fans, I just hope that McKenzie Melton does play a little bit and get a little bit of action because, you know, it'll be a cool story just to say, hey, he's back playing where he got injured and basically almost didn't play again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like yep. like Christian said, uh, special shout out to Will Gilchrist, uh, the former Memphis quarterback who's also the special team coach at South Florida. But, uh, Wes, like you said, Central Florida is definitely offense is a little bit of high power, and they showed it last week against Cincinnati, scoring 33 mm-hmm. points. And it had a shot to win the game, but it yeah. just fell short. But, uh, yeah, Central Florida, I think, will definitely cover the 23 and a half. But I think it's going to be like a late touchdown, about maybe like four minutes to go in a game or something similar to that. Okay. Uh, up next, we've got the we got Wyoming heading up to uh, UNLV to take on the uh, Running Rebels. Uh, Wyoming sitting at one and two. Uh, UNLV is sitting at zero and four. Wyoming is a sixteen and a half point favorite. Uh, give me Wyoming to win, but UNLV to cover. I don't think that Wyoming will beat them by sixteen and a half. Wait a minute. Okay, making sure the game's still on. Um, yeah. You know, Wyoming last year, I know that's last year, but they had some good wins last year. And this year, you know, one and two starts. But like I said, I like Wyoming on the road to uh, to cover that. I just don't think UNLV has shown me any, th- any reason to think that they will be competitive in that game. Sitting at zero and four. Yeah, they haven't shown me much of anything either. Uh, I mean, I I agree on that on that front is that they have not shown me anything. But I, it's Pac twelve, man. You know, and you, yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen out there. Mountain West. Or that's <laughs> Mac actually, but yeah, yeah, or Mountain West. Yeah, sorry. But uh, who'd you got, Christian? Again, I like Wyoming on the road to cover the sixteen and a half. You know, I guess the only good thing about UNLV, which they did screw me a couple of weeks ago because somebody said the wrong home team, but uh, <laughs> but it's all good though. But uh, the only good thing about UNLV is basically playing in the where the Raiders play. That's the only good thing about UNLV right now. They're playing in the NFL stadium, waiting for their, I believe, on-campus stadium to be built as well or redo whatever they got going on in Vegas for them. But uh, Wyoming Cowboys, I've always been a fan of theirs since they beat Ole Miss at Wyoming in that snow game like a while back, like 10 years ago. Aren't they the team that beat Tennessee that got former fired? 
I believe so. Yeah, I really don't remember because I don't remember that much far back. Pretty far away. Pretty far back. But yeah. I remember Wyoming actually traveling and kneeling and playing Tennessee. Wait, what now? One year. I think Wyoming beat Tennessee. Like, yeah. that was the game that got Fulmer fired, basically. So, yep. that's just it an was, interesting statistic. Wyoming had um, – it is a little interesting stat there. Uh, Wyoming, that was right before um, – that good quarterback got to Wyoming. I can't think of what his name was. Um, not the guy that's in the pros for the Bills, the guy before him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is right on that, John. Uh, yeah, Wyoming walked in to Neyland, beat Tennessee, and that's when Fulmer got told you can go home or just hang out and be the oh, athlete. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Wyoming. Um, yeah, the only, that was, I was thinking of Ole Miss because I remember it being the Ole Miss. I didn't remember it being beating Tennessee. But uh, Wyoming, I got they Wyoming. They did beat Ole Miss. Yeah, I got Wyoming as well. Yep. Like we talked about, you know, we just defense has been bad. So we yeah, have Wyoming to cover the 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. Up next, we've got the uh, got a little Pac 12 game at three o'clock on Fox tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Stanford traveling to Cal to take on the Bears. Oh. Both teams sitting at 0 and 2. Cal's a one and a half point favorite. A little pick 'em game. Wow. Give me. Give me Stanford in this game. I think Stanford's a better football team than Cal is right now. Of course, if you look at the record, you can't tell. Uh, I think Stanford played pretty well against Oregon a few weeks back. Um, Give me Stanford to win this game and cover, obviously. Yeah, um, last week, Cal dropped a a game against Oregon State, which anytime you lose to Oregon State in football, that's nothing – I mean, that's not a – Anything to be proud of, for sure. Um, Stanford's got some, you know, losses in there, but, you know, they played Oregon pretty tough on the road. And then Colorado was a three-point loss. Um, I just think Stanford is going to find a way to win today or tomorrow tomorrow, and get their first win of the year. Uh in the car, it's isn't this like a rivalry game or something? It's the band on the field game. Uh, yeah, and the band on the field game. It's the what? The band on the mm-hmm. field game. Yeah, I remember. It's I called. Remember that, it's called I, the big game, I believe. The big game. Yeah, but we're referring to when the band yeah, went. I on think the it's field. called the big game. Isn't that right, John? I call it when the band went on. Right, the field I game. know what you're referring to, John. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> The band, the band on is the on the field. Game. Okay, that works too. That's how I call it. That's yeah. the game I call it. He takes that ball and stuffs it down that tuba. Yeah. <laughs> but so who you got? I got Stanford. Stanford. I got Stanford because uh, I think Stanford's got, like you said, Wes. They have competed in some of their games, and like we talked about with Brian Finley a couple weeks or last week. You know, Colorado will definitely show in the next couple weeks as well how good they are. But uh, Stanford basically competed the yep. first two ball games, and that's all I really asked for out of a team right now in the Pac-12. So mm-hmm. Stanford will definitely – I think Stanford will cover and win. Yeah. Uh, up next, go ahead, Christian. Oh, uh, I, I, you talking about for that game? Yeah, I believe Stanford wins. Yeah. They're only – or Cal, Cal is actually favored to win by one point. And usually they just give that to the home team. Yeah, to pick them. Yeah, Stanford's gonna <laughs> win. Yeah, in cover. The home team will typically get a three point. They'll typically get three points for being at home. So that yeah. tells me a little more about Stanford than it does Cal. You know exactly. Uh, up next, we've got uh, Central Michigan and what I think is a great coach and Mike McElwain, uh, or I'm sorry, Jim McElwain, uh, former Florida coach, uh, heading to Eastern Michigan take on Eastern Michigan. This game is only a seven-point favorite for Central Michigan. But give me Central Michigan to win and cover. I think they'll win the game by 10 to 14 points tomorrow afternoon on CBS Sports. Yeah. Um, they've uh, got some good win- wins in there. They beat Northern Illinois 40 to 10 this year. Uh, lost to Western mm-hmm. Michigan last week in a shootout game. In a great uh, Eastern Michigan. Great game what? last week. It was you. You watched it. I said that was a great game last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the fake spike game, wasn't? 
the fake spike game. Yeah, I think Western Michigan went on like a fake spike. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was. Yep, it was. But um, like I said, I, Eastern Michigan is just one of those programs. It's like, what have they done? Uh, Central Michigan, I can think of many reasons why I would pick them, but I'm just going to go with the fact that they're a better team, plain and simple. Uh, and I believe they'll yeah. cover the seven. Yeah, I'm going to go agree with both of y'all. I think Central Michigan, like y'all said, they do score a lot of points. And Eastern Michigan is, has not been a good ball team in the MAC for so many years. And Central Michigan has definitely competed at least in the MAC and maybe played for a championship in the couple, last couple of years. But, yeah, Central Michigan, I got them to win and cover. Uh, John, uh, uh, a little blast from the past name for you. Rachel Woody is watching the show. Uh, she said she finally called us live, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. So that's pretty cool. Of course, happy Thanksgiving, Rachel, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. God, to you and your feels family. like our whole lives. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we haven't seen. I haven't seen Rachel in so many years, so I just want to tell her. You know, I appreciate her friendship. I think she's living down in like Baton Rouge now. Yeah, she lives in Baton Rouge. She lives in LSU country. We call it. And you know. She, I also want to give her congratulations yep. also on her Los Angeles Lakers actually winning the championship as well last year. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Rachel, happy Thanksgiving yep. to you and your son, and I hope it's a safe holiday for y'all. And I also want to give a shout-out to another coworker of mine who's actually listening after only working or only been asleep for like a few hours as well, and Kaylin. So, Kaylin, just shout-out to you and your family. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Um uh, and he, uh, my nickname at work is uh, Bill. You know why I get called that? No. King of the Hill reference. Bobby Hill. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Yeah, King of the Hill. <laughs> Bobby Hill. Hey, damn it, That's Bobby. why I'm wearing this white uh, T-shirt right here because of King of the Hill yeah, reference. Uh, up next, we've got the number 15 Oregon Ducks traveling to take on the Oregon State Beavers. Obviously, this is a big rivalry game in the state of Oregon. Uh, Oregon is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me Oregon to win this game big, guys. I think Oregon's a good football team. Hey, Miss Lisa, walking in the background. Uh, I think Oregon's a really good football team. Uh, give me to win this game. I think they'll win this game by 21 points. Yeah. Um... Quack, quack. Go Ducks, it's interesting. It's weird seeing this game play being played so early in the season, uh, and typically, yeah, you know, I there he is. you know, or I would just pick Oregon right off the bat, and I do think they'll win. I don't think they'll cover. I think Oregon State always gets up for this game, uh, just it being a rivalry game and coming off of a win against Cal last mm-hmm. week, riding a little bit of momentum. Um, yeah, Oregon wins, but they do not cover. I got good old – I got Oregon to cover. Ducks fly together. Uh, They definitely got one of the better offenses. And like we talked about in so many years last, the best uniform combination in college football other than the University of Memphis Tigers. Oh, no question about it. No question about it. Hello, Moto. Um, Up next, John, I want to talk about a – couple of basketball games that took place yesterday um Already? obviously as yeah. everyone knows you and i are big memphis fans was well, that all the football games uh obviously as everyone knows that Who it for tomorrow. was that all the football games for tomorrow yeah really i followed there yes more. that is all the games for tomorrow no there's not uh there's a bunch saturday a whole bunch saturday um up next I want to talk about an Arkansas basketball team and a Memphis basketball team. Uh, I did not watch either one of the games yesterday. Just to be honest, I was traveling. Um, Christian, when you go back and look, uh, I mean, Memphis ended up winning 73 to 56 yesterday against St. Mary's. Uh, And I mean, I say St. Mary's has always been a pretty good basketball team. St. Mary's, yeah. But – They've always been pretty good. 
Um, but if you go back and look at this Memphis team yesterday, you had uh, DJ Jeffries was uh, played 28 minutes, only came up with four points. Um, uh, Musa Cisse played 20 minutes, was four for seven, uh, had 10 points. Um, uh, the big one for me is Boogie Ellis, 31 minutes off the bench, ended up uh, eight for 13, six of seven from three-point line. Uh, it ended up with 24 points yesterday in a big win for the Tigers in this tournament that they're in right now. Um, John, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you watched the game yesterday. Give me your, uh, give me your, your opinion on the game. Well, first of all, congratulations to uh, Penny Hardaway and the team for getting there safe. And now, hopefully, fingers crossed. No, no I know it's South Dakota being a big COVID-related issue right now with the state of South Dakota. Hopefully, everybody comes out healthy, and you know, in those next two ball games that we have, either against West Virginia or whoever, and with Western Kentucky today. But uh, congratulations to Coach Hardaway and the football and the basketball players and the coaching staff as well in a hard fought victory. But uh, start out the game eight to zero against St. Mary's. You were down eight to zero to start the game, and then I think it was just pretty much a little bit of nerves, maybe with Musa Cisse at center, uh, Nolly starting for the first time as a Tiger, a little bit nerve there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Wes, Boogie Ellis came off the bench. He had eight points in eight minutes off the bench. And the first half, we finally caught Jeez. a little bit of what? <laughs> what happened? I'm just saying, eight points in eight minutes. That's oh, that's okay. quick. You're scoring pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> also wanna, you know, so also you had uh, the last eight minutes of the first half, we went 17 to 21 from the field as a team. After having that little bit of a cold start, mm-hmm. so congratulations, to, you know, on that stat. Basically, just finishing the first half on a high note and uh, outscoring them forty-three to twenty-six at half. And of course, you know, in the second half, it was thirty to thirty to, with the final score, like you said, seventy-three to fifty-six. Tigers prevail. But uh, the lead away for St. Mary's was uh, Matthias Tass. He had fifteen points, six rebounds, and three assists. But like you said, Wes, Boogie Ellis, 24 points off the bench, two rebounds and two assists. Um, to me personally, 20, uh, 20 in the first half, he had 20 in the first half. And he also had a half-court buzzer beater to end the half mm-hmm. as well. But uh, to me, the interesting stat yeah. in that game was pretty much maybe Lester, Alex, and yeah, Lester and Alex, your two guards, did not really go to the free throw line at all in that game. And to me, right. with Alex's quickness that he has on offense at times, he should be able to go to the free throw line. I know it's the first game, but you should be able to go to the free throw line in that game as well. With you know, with your quickness, especially when St. Mary's mm-hmm. had a little bit of inexperience in there at times, because as the stats showed. They are a young team, it looks like. But uh, St. Mary's was one of 18 from the three in that game, where the Tigers were seven to 16 from the three. Good thing for Boogie Ellis because he made of all pretty much all the threes for us in that game because uh, he made six of them. But uh, 29 of 67 from the field for the Tigers for 43%. St. Mary's 20 of 59 for 34%. Free throws 8 of 13 for the Tigers, 15 to 20 for St. Mary's. Another stat that kind of stood out to me was 38 to 35 in rebounds where the Tigers out-rebounded them and they held St. Mary's to only eight offensive rebounds, you know? That's been one of the Tigers' worst fears as of last Bree? year. Good morning, Bree. <laughs> as Wes is moving to the other side of the table. Yeah, I'm just sliding around the room here. Let me get into that Arkansas game, though. Yeah, but real quick, another thing was 10 no. assists and 10 assists. And Revis had seven steals for that game as well and seven blocked shots for that game. St. Mary's had 12 turnovers and Revis had yeah. 10. Points in the paint also, Wes. 40 Did y'all just hear what paint. he just said, too, by the way? I'm sure everybody just heard. 
He what? said, is that enough room for my fat ass? So I didn't anyway, <laughs> um, John, yeah. Hey, 40, 40 I, yo, yo, John, you man. didn't hear it. Well, good. Well, I just told everybody what he said. That's even better. <laughs> um, John, when you talk about this Memphis basketball team, uh, I'm very impressed with what Penny has done on the recruiting trail, number one. Um, I, I think we'll beat Western Kentucky uh, fairly easily today. Uh, but just to jump to the other side of the spectrum, Arkansas with a big win yesterday, 142 to 62 against the Mississippi Valley State team is not very good. We know that. Christian, 142 team, points for Arkansas. Points. That's a lot of points, man. Yeah, if you win by 80 points, that's definitely an eye-opener there. Uh, I was interesting to see this team get going this year. You know, Musselman getting his players in. Uh, he's a great coach. I mean, mm. uh, you know, he what is. he did last with last mm. year's team, that showed right there He he's got potential to be really successful at Arkansas. But, yeah, they – had a really great game yeah. yesterday. I listened to all on the radio, actually, but a lot of players in double figures. We got Kyle Vano or Connor Vanover leading the charge with 23 points, four of five from three mm-hmm. point land. Desi Seals had 19. Moses Moody with 16. Uh, Vance Jackson yeah. had 15 points. Smith with 13. Tate with 12. Man, you can just go all around the board. Robinson with 15, Note with 13, Williams with nine. I mean, it was just I mean, if you look at the starters, the starters almost came up with 20 points a game. I mean, you know, just for your starters. Yeah, it was it was a dominating win, to say the least. Most I believe they said Arkansas scored 166 points in like 1989 against somebody uh when Nolan was there, but it's been yeah. it's been a while since they they've scored that many points, and I get it. It's against uh, Mississippi Valley, but they were let's let's put that in perspective. They were uh, picked by forty point or thirty nine and a half, and they tripled or doubled that. <laughs> they scored. They won by eighty. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Well, John. Uh, do you think Memphis will win today? The only thing that concerns me is um, a veteran coach and Rick Stainsbury at Western Kentucky because um, he's been a winner everywhere he's been to me, yeah. from Mississippi State to Western Kentucky. And Western Kentucky's favorite to win the Conference USA this year. But, um, mm. you know, they scored 93 points against a Missouri Valley favorite in Northern Iowa yesterday. Either way, 93 points is a lot of points. I think the only thing that really concerns me is maybe we'll have to hit our shots, of course, just like we did with Boogie coming off the bench. I'm anxious to see from a fan perspective and a little bit of a coaching perspective, is Boogie else going to come off the bench or is he actually going to be in starting five after playing Mm -hmm. one game so well off the bench? Um, you know, yeah. Western Kentucky went up to the line 31 times against Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa or mm-hmm. Western Kentucky did have 14 assists in that game, but they also out rebounded Northern Iowa 37 to 29 in that game. But uh, they do score, like I said, they scored 93 points in against Northern Iowa. But I do see the Tigers do prevailing with a little bit of more athleticism at times. They just cannot come out to a, like another slow start against Western Kentucky. They were down eight to zero last night or yesterday morning against St. Mary's, and you just got to be ready to play and Lord willing, you know, take one possession at a time and see what happens with the ball. I know a lot of first game jitters, like we just talked about with these players, especially when they got a new group mm-hmm. playing together. Yeah. So yeah, I think the Tigers will definitely yeah. pull it out. I don't know what the point spread is for a college basketball game right now is, but mm. you never know it in South Dakota because you know yeah, number one in Saga and Kansas today as well. You know, I won't go out of the limb right now and just say Kansas yeah. will win that game straight up. Yeah. I was getting ready to say the same thing. I think Kansas takes Gonzaga today. I think Gonzaga's a good football team, don't get me wrong. Basketball. But I think Kansas basketball, is much yeah. better. <laughs> Um, we got, it's hard to switch. It's basketball, yeah, Wes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. 
Sorry, but I think Man, the Tigers yeah, will know. I think the um, Tigers will just. Speaking the of about the Tigers, college hey, sports in general. Hey, the thing about Tigers, though, they got rebound to basketball. And yeah. Lance Thomas has to come mm-hmm. in off the bench and rebound. And that's another thing I'll say about Arkansas. Last year, they couldn't rebound for any to save their life. And now they've got guys that are. Right. They've got tall, lanky guys out there that rebounding won't be an issue for them this year. And I hope this year, I'll say this, I hope we get a pretty good season in. We don't have a lot of games canceled. I know we'll have some, but I hope uh, I hope we don't see games canceled very often. You know, well, I was actually talking to, about to, uh, to Bree, my wife, about this. Oh, I'm, you could. I was actually talking to Bree about this yesterday on the drive down. Uh, you know, I think with college basketball, I'm going to take it the same way I have in college football this year. I'll take whatever I can get. If right. you give me 12 games, you give me 12 games. If you give me 20, you give me 20. But being upset about games being canceled and all that, it is what it is. I mean, this is a COVID, COVID era. You know, things are going crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And we don't know what's going to happen from day to day. Um, but when you look at the landscape of college athletics, uh, it is what it is. We got to take it for what it is, uh, and we'll take every game we can get. Um, for sure. John, when you look at this weekend of college football and college basketball, uh, I think it's going to be a great weekend. Uh, obviously, Thanksgiving, uh, you know, you've got football on the day. You've got, you know, everybody's going to eat, get fat, take a nap. You know how it is. It's every year. Um, but for everyone out there watching and listening, once again, thank you very much for watching. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hope everybody has a blessed day. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we all have a lot to be blessed for, and today is the day to celebrate that. Um, thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you, everyone, for commenting. Uh, Christian, John, uh, as brothers, uh, quote, unquote, thank you very much for being on the show, man. Hope you all have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we will we'll see you all on Saturday morning. Thanks, guys. Hey, hey, real quick, guys, real quick. Go ahead, John. I do want to say um, it's a Memphis reunion down in the Big D today between the Redskins and the Cowboys or the Washington team. I'm sorry. You know, but, uh, uh, so that'd be yes, an interesting game not to the watch. Redskins, John. Yeah, but that'd be an interesting game to watch just because I think the winner of that will definitely win the East now because the East is the, bad. The yeah. East is just bad. But uh, yeah, I want you guys to real they're quick. Terrible. What did y'all think about the move? for the Pittsburgh Baltimore game being moved to that Sunday morning or that Sunday afternoon slot now because Baltimore's definitely got more <coughs> positive tests now as well. Mm, I didn't know that. But yeah, we can't watch that game tonight. Yeah, I, 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 what are the Steelers going to realize they had moved it to that game? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, that's fine. Move it to Sunday. Uh, I mean, what? What's the difference? We're all home. I think they're. I think those Steelers anyway. are just. You know I, mean? ups, I think the Steelers are just upset about being moved because if you remember right, they did have like a bye week at one time and they had to make up a game. Mm-hmm. So that's one reason a lot of Steelers right. fans are kind of disappointed, you know, in that. That's one reason I just brought it up. That's all. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Completely agree. But uh, once again, thank you for everybody for watching. Thank you for everybody for listening. Um, everyone has a great, I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving today and, uh, celebrate with your family, eat and be merry.